Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 2nd of March, and normal service has been resumed after a couple of days on the road. So apologies for no podcast yesterday, but we are back again today. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off with the scores on the doors. And an interesting night from the US markets, to say the least. Dow Jones up a mere five points, or 0.02%, to 32,662. We had a high of 89 points up and a low of 156 points down. So not a massive range. A lot of toing and froing last night. A lot of focus on the US 10 years, which briefly pushed above 4%, closing 3.996, the two-year, which was uh, looking as if it could hit 5%, 4.88%. But the market did shrug off this. We did see the Nasdaq, though, down 0.66 of a percent, 76 points, 11,379 and the S&P 500, as always, in the middle for Diddle, down 0.47%, or 19 points to 39.51. ASX SPY futures, really exciting day in store for us if this is anything to go by. Down one point, 7.204. Uh, we did fall yesterday seven points as the fallout from reporting season continues. And we did see the end of the month, obviously, kicking off the month with a small loss. But the market did pick itself up off its feet yesterday to some extent with the GDP number and also those inflation numbers. So that did help sentiment slightly. And it did show perhaps that the RBA work is being done at the moment and they are slowing the economy. Of course, you don't want to slow it too much. If we're looking at US stocks, Apple down 1.4%, Meta down 0.8%, Google up 0.3%, Microsoft down 1.3%, Amazon down 2.2%, Tesla, which has an investor day, just kicking off at the moment, 1.4% down, Netflix down 2.7%, US banks a little bit easier, JP Morgan down 0.6%, Citigroup up 1.6%, Goldman down 0.8%, Bank of America down 0.5%, Wells Fargo down 0.2%, Berkshire Hathaway down 0.2%, Block, the artist formerly known as Square, pretty much unchanged. Exxon up 0.9 of a percent. Ford up 2.2. Walmart down 1.4% there. So make of that what you will. But as I said, 10-year bonds and two years very much in focus, closing in on that 4% for 10 years, and two-year bond yields closing in on 5%. Aussie tens 3.83. The Aussie dollar at the moment 67.55, which was up a smidge. The US dollar index down around 0.4 of a percent. Bitcoin up around 0.5 of a percent. So that Aussie, uh, the US dollar fall did help the commodity markets. Uh, the US equity market did finish off its worst levels. Energy, industrial, precious metals, auto suppliers, casinos uh, held up better than laggards. Um, bond proxy stocks, I suspect, will be similarly affected here. Uh, we had uh, housing-linked retail department stores 
home builders etc were weaker on the back of those yields rising uh, the market is uh, we also saw the february ism manufacturing index came out which was largely in line but prices paid components moved back into expansionary territory and uh, we did see chinese pmis uh, surprising to the upside yesterday so that was good news as well for our market um, so that's not too bad uh, wells fargo has lifted its 2023 growth forecast for china to 5.5 percent they say the outlook is brightening for china's economy strong momentum behind the rebound also leads them to believe the incentive for easier monetary policy in the near term though has diminished jp morgan is seeing risking risk to the downside from rising u.s equities uh, the uh, JP Morgan is advising investors to be wary. They also said that after the recent setback, the S&P 500 index still looks overvalued relative to the shape of the money market curve. Something to bear in mind there. When we look at commodities overnight, let's have a little look. We had the oil price higher. Maybe those Chinese PMI numbers helping there. Brent crude up 0.6 of a percent, 51 cents to 84. 38 WTI up 69 cents or 0.9 of a percent to 77.57. The gold price up $11.20, 0.6 of a percent, 18.38. Platinum up another half percent. And other commodities also faring better. It's probably going to be all about resources again today as it was yesterday. LME copper up 1.8%, nickel up 1%, aluminium up 2.7%, zinc up 4.1%. How many zinc stocks are out there, do you know? Uh, LME lead up 1.3% and tin up 1.7%. Iron ore also better, uh, up 0.8% of a percent. And Dalian Iron Futures were up 3%. And we did see coal also higher as well, around 2.5%. Looking at ADRs overseas, we had BHP up 3.6%. Rio up 4.3%. They look like a big bounce back in those resource stocks. Freeport McMoran up 5%. Alcoa up 5.5%. Tech up 3.9%. Anglo up 3.3%. Glencore up 3.5%. Vale 6% higher. Go Vale. Albemarle though, pretty much unchanged. Down 0.6%. Let's call it. Let's be kind and call it unchanged for Vale. So, uh, so for Albemarle rather. So we should see a little bit more strength once again in our resource sector today, which was the saviour to some extent of our market uh, yesterday. Of course, we do have the RBA meeting next week. So that is going to be interesting. Some news out this morning in the AFR. Uh, there was an um, article on Macquarie becoming the fifth bank. A bit like the fifth beetle, really. But Macquarie becoming the fifth bank have been quite aggressive in the home loan party they have uh, obviously you've seen all the adverts about do you bank with macquarie etc lots of uh, cashbacks and incentives at the moment from the other banks commonwealth bank apparently is offering free nbn access for three years on some new loans Qantas uh, money incentive of a hundred thousand frequent flyer points and macquarie though not offering cashbacks or bonuses it is being competitively priced their loans and they are forging close relationships with brokers and leaning on its ability to convert loan applications quickly. 
So there we go. This is the, on the back of what we're seeing in the mortgage wars at the moment, where banks are chasing market share. This is partly the reason why we are seeing the banks under a little bit of pressure at the moment, because it is a very competitive world out there for mortgages, to say the least. In some of the headlines this morning, uh, Silk Laser Australia has completed the previously announced acquisition of Eden Laser Clinics. Uh, St. Barbara has provided an update on engagement with Nova Scotian government over proposal to deposit deposit tailings uh, into the uh, Tukwai Open Pit. We also have, uh, in broken news today, Novanex downgraded to a hold from speculative buy at Morgan's. Maine Pharma has downgraded to a hold from a buy at Canaccord Genuity. Neuron Pharmaceuticals initiated overweight at Wilson's. And let's see if there's any other news out this morning. Uh, Star Entertainment Group holder Bruce Matheson says he is a long-term holder. He said, I don't think there'll be any more casinos in New South Wales. And you can't build a casino every couple of weeks, unlike investments in other high-rise buildings. I can guarantee I'll be there for 30 years. It's a big term, long holding, big long term holding for my family, he says. So interesting moves there from Bruce Matheson, one of the hotel kings in New South Wales and elsewhere. Uh, EDR Downer seeking to sell a mineral technologies business at the moment. They certainly have been in all sorts of strife recently. CFO now gone as well. So uh, not good news for them. So not much else happening today after the month of February, of course, with the reporting season and the mega drops of results and numbers. So uh, it's a quiet, fallow period at the moment. The Dow not doing much, our market not doing much either. So take the rest, recuperate and rethink on your investment portfolio probably is the best advice at the moment. But resources should shine a little bit brighter today than maybe the banking sector with that story in the AFR regarding competition. Well, that's it from me today. Good to be back on deck after a couple of days of travelling. Apologies once again for the disruption to normal service. Uh, It's always unfortunate when that happens, but it is the way of the world. Unfortunately, it is all very well being able to uh, hotspot your laptop to do the podcast, but unfortunately, the upload speeds don't match the download speeds, and it was taking an eon to upload the podcast that I recorded yesterday and as a result, I pulled the pin. It was uh, took uh, 20 minutes to upload 45% of the podcast, and it just wasn't going to be a happening thing. Anyway, that's it from me. And just before we go, breaking story that has come out just as I am finishing up here. Uh, Chinese battery developer Contemporary Amperex Technology, otherwise known as CATL, has sold $601 million worth of their Pilbara mineral stake, Goldman Sachs, and UBS have done the block trade. They sold 146 million shares at $4.10, which was a narrow 2.6% discount to the last close. Uh, The shares were also offered with the 11 cent dividend attached, and they will go through the market this morning. And Pilbara Minerals have gone ex-dividend today. And the trade followed Cattle's earlier sell-down worth $250 million, which they completed on Tuesday morning. And it now sees cattle exit their Pilbara Minerals position in full. It did own nearly 7% of the company, and it was a huge win for cattle, which bought the bulk of its stake via a placement at $0.30 cents 
back in October 2019. So $0.30 cents to $4.10, not a bad position to be in. Well done, cattle. So anyway, we'll wait and see how the market takes them getting out completely. Obviously, cattle at the moment making some interesting moves in terms of offering batteries at discount prices to car makers if they lock in their orders for those batteries over the longer term, trying to win market share and gain uh, brand recognition, I guess, with their uh, with the major car makers around the world. Well, that's it again from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as we say always, may the trading gods be with you.